Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who's experienced most of the issues that I discuss on this show. On today's Identify and Heal solo episode, I'm talking about the importance and value of anger. On this episode, I share some of my thoughts about how we can identify where anger is coming from, what's at the core of our anger. I also encourage that anger is not a bad thing, that anger is actually very natural and a part of the human emotional experience, yet it's important to monitor it and notice it when anger might turn into rage or become a more chronic condition or experience. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Identify and Heal solo episode. And on today's episode, I'm talking about the importance and the value of anger. That's right. There is a time and place for anger and anger is a natural emotion. Therefore, it's important to not try to fight or suppress anger, to allow for anger, because anger is truly a release of pent-up and built-up energy inside of us, energy that comes from emotion. So why is anger important? Well, let's first ask, what is anger? Sounds like kind of a odd question, yet it's important to consider. I saw a graph once about anger as an iceberg that I really liked because it shows that anger kind of comes like that iceberg tip and it looks like it's just this one thing, right? Like you scream at someone like, why did you drop that? How could you have done this? And you're expressing anger. You're frustrated. Underneath that frustration is this whole iceberg with a lot of different factors involved. A lot of different pockets of different emotions, different experiences, different thoughts that have built up over time and create this bit of steam being blown off, a bit of an explosion, if you will, an eruption of anger. Now, of course, there are varying degrees of anger. And I've also heard it said that anger is a natural emotion, yet rage is not. Rage is sort of anger on steroids, right? It's um, It becomes, almost kind of takes you over, right? It's an indication of when anger has not been expressed a little bit over time. It's built up, built up, built up, built up and some, until somebody almost kind of loses sense and touch with themselves and just kind of goes into a fit of rage, right? You've heard that term. And if you've ever seen anybody in a fit of rage, they're almost kind of like they're gone. Like they're just explosive, reactive, 
you know, have to let it run it, have to let it run its course. So we don't want to get to the point of rage because that doesn't feel good. And really anger in and of itself doesn't feel good. We could discuss this, right? I know that I sometimes it feels like anger feels good. When I let's say somebody has really frustrated me and I just am getting all heated up and I'm thinking like, man, like how could they have done this? And da 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 da. It feels like they call it self-righteous anger, right? Where you're like, I have a right to be mad. I'm really upset. I'm not discounting feelings. Again, anger is a natural emotion. If we feel that somebody has disrespected us, lied to us, been inconsiderate, been rude, all any of those things then we're going to have, we're going to feel some type of way, right? That's natural. If somebody doesn't honor our boundaries or pushes us to do something or to tell them something or to decide on something, any of these things we can feel, it's it's like, if you start to feel pressure, 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 push, push, you're eventually going to, you know, stop it, which can seem like anger. It's a natural thing. It's you honoring your body, noticing like, wow, my body feels really clenched up the way that this person's acting or what they did to me or based on the situation, right? And, or we can get defensively angry, right? Like if somebody is rude to our dog, you better not be rude to my dog. I don't like when people are rude to my dog. She's very sweet. (laughs) And even I get mad at my dog sometimes though. So, okay. But the first example, someone's rude to my dog, then you, you know, you kind of get this protective energy of like, Hey, like she's fine. Don't worry about her. Like she's, you know, leave her alone. We de- we're defensive of the ones that we love, of things that we care about, things that are important to us, right? Even if we have a idea or a creative pursuit and somebody maybe insults it or says something negative about it, or once things that need to be done differently, we can, you know, get that fired up feeling of like, wait a minute, like this is making me angry that you're, you know, wanting to change this. Or if we feel like somebody unnecessarily disagrees with us. Or, you know, like a heated debate, right? Where you're kind of starting to get a little bit angry about this. You're like, hold on. I feel like you're not listening to my point. Whatever it might be. Anyways, there's a lot of reasons that anger comes up. You know this. We've all felt anger. Back to the iceberg analogy. Because this is identify and heal, right? What is most impactful, again, everybody experiences anger. It's, It's a natural emotion left to its, you know, natural expression. It's not necessarily problematic. Anger is only a problem when it becomes a problem. When it's habitual, chronic, if you're constantly in a state of anger on a day-to-day basis, that's when it's important to look at it, right? That's when people end up pursuing anger management courses or books because they're wondering, why am I so angry? And it isn't because somebody cut them off in traffic. And it isn't because somebody was rude to them on the phone. It's because they have all these things that have built up over time, resentments, frustrations built up, built up. That's that iceberg. So an important thing to acknowledge when we're doing, talking about identify and heal, the first step is always to be the observer, identify, right? Then you observe, you're like, okay, you know, when you find a quiet time for yourself, maybe the end of the day, you can say, okay, I got really upset four times today. I got upset when I was driving to work. I got upset when I was talking to a coworker. I got upset when I couldn't open that bag of chips and I was getting all mad. Like, what is that about? (laughs) You know, we've all been there. At least I know I have, where I'm like, why did I get so mad about this? And if you think about it, it really feels, at least when I've been in those states, I could have something happen one day and I would just completely breeze through it. Right. Like, let's say I can't find something. I'm trying to, you know, find my purse before I leave and I can't find it. I'm like, Oh, where is it? Even if I'm running late, I might 
take it in stride, be fine with it. The next day, the same situation happens. I might throw an absolute fit, you know, that like, ah, oh, God damn it. Where is my purse? And I'm getting laid and da, 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 and you're just, who you're angry. So it's important to step back and say, what was different about those two days? What I think and consider about anger, it's that it's because our reserve tank has dropped down to almost empty. And it, it, it's an analogy both ways. Something is empty, but also something is too full. Your reserve tank of patience, of feeling kindness, of love, all positive emotions is low. When you're when your positive emotion tank is full, you're like, oh, it's fine. You know, have you ever been there where you're like, oh, it's you broke that? Don't worry, it's fine. We'll get a new one. And again, on another day, when your negative emotions are too high, maybe like all the way up to your neck, the littlest thing can happen. It's like that the camel that the camel that broke your back. It's not a very nice camel. The straw that broke the camel's back, or like the last drop of water in a pot where you're just like, ah! I worked at a summer camp one year. I was an assistant director on Orcas Island in the San Juan Islands off of Washington State. Amazing experience, beautiful place. And that was they had all these like camp isms and different like phrases and things they use. And one of them was your piss pot is full. So when people were getting easily irritable, they were saying you're too full of piss, right? You're too many things have pissed you off. And it's that last drop that just overflows the bucket. So that's what's really going on when anger is expressed, right? It's a natural thing. And there's nothing wrong with feeling anger. But when we find ourselves repeatedly getting upset, it's important to check in and say, okay, I am getting angry on a regular basis. I think that maybe I'm not getting my needs met and look at it, right? Am I getting enough sleep? Did I eat, right? What is, there's an acronym also. I think they use it at camp too. They also use it in 12-step programs. I think it's HALT. Are you, oh, that's what it is. You ask yourself, am I hungry? And am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? Those are four big factors that kind of fall into that iceberg, right? Where you're like, huh, like I'm being really reactive. I don't have much patience. I'm being set off by the smallest things. I haven't been sleeping very well. I've been working a ton. I'm hungry. I haven't had time to eat. I haven't really been having social connections. Social connections lead to feelings of kindness, leading to feelings of love and well-being. We feel humans feel best when we connect with others. If we've been isolated and feeling lonely, we're going to have less of those again, those positive reserves. Our positive our positive emotion tank is going to be low. And our negative emotion tank can come up because when those things add up, we're thinking, oh God, I'm so tired. Oh, like I haven't had any done anything fun and like I'm always by myself and I'm lonely and uh all those things. So you want to check in with yourself, like what's been going on, what's leading to this. I noticed that when I'm super busy and I have like a ton of things on my to-do list and I'm just racing from one thing to the next, I might be able to do it for one day, but by like the end of the week, I my piss pot is so full and my positive emotions are so low that I will just like not have patience. Like I remember when I was working to get my hours as a therapist and I was just so busy and I was working this job that did, you know, it was community-based and I was racing all over all day, long hours to like start in the morning to like after six or seven, sometimes eight at night. And then I have to go home and my dog needed to be taken out. And so when I, my reserve tank was down, I was just huffing and puffing and like, I'd take her out and I'd be like, okay, go, go to the bathroom. And like, if she, you know, if she was being difficult, I would just be angry. Right. I had, I just didn't have any reserves. And I, I literally could feel it. I was like, I have no, nothing to give. I am depleted. That's what it is. 
depletion can lead to bubbling up of anger because you're almost, you kind of almost just devolve into a child because you're like, I want to be fed and held and I want to be taken care of and I need a nap. We're all still little kids at heart, you know, just because we don't look like we did when we we're five, sometimes we're still five year olds. I'm going to do an episode on that more related to our responses to th- some things based on our childhood trauma wounding. Anyways, so we want to check in with our anger. But we also want to remember that if we are feeling angry, it can also be a process of a of growth and shedding, right? Sometimes things come into our life that I believe in a spiritual sense come into our life to challenge us, to challenge our beliefs, to challenge old cycles, to, to get us to decide to break out of things, right? Whether it's a, a person or a friend that is really irritating you. And every time they seem to do the same things. And even when you request that they do things differently, they don't. And you're saying, I'm getting so frustrated. And every time I'm around you, I'm angry. And you might find yourself that after that friend leaves, you're kind of playing out conversations in your head. And you're like, why did, how could they have said that? How could they have done that? And you realize like, wow, this brings a lot of anger. And I always feel frustrated. And you do want to take a look at what that is. They do say that the something that bothers you or angers you about another is something that you have yourself because if you didn't, it wouldn't bother you. That's what's said that I believe can be true. Definitely. Like if somebody sort of subconsciously reminds you of yourself, you're kind of going to be like you jerk (laughs) because we all get frustrated with ourselves, right? We are with ourselves 24 seven. We know all our faults. We know all our little, you know, tendencies and shortcomings. So when we see it in someone else, we're like, cause we're mad at ourselves for doing them. Right. I know I get frustrated with my shortcomings. It's like, why can you be so self-focused so often? And why do you, you know, sometimes push to get your way and different things like that. So if I see someone else do it, it brings up feelings for me. It can make me angry. So that's one thing to check into. Is that this? But it's, I will say it's not always that. We have to look at the fact that anger can come from different things, right? It can come from that empty reserve tank of positive emotions. It can come from that full piss pot. It can also come from seeing things in another that you don't like about yourself. And you're like, ugh, ugh, I wish I didn't. You're not thinking this, but it's sort of like, oh God, I hate that I do that. So I hate seeing it. When I have to see it, it really bothers me. However, anger can also just be because you have someone around you who's not very nice, (laughs) right? We want to be mindful of that. That maybe, again, like I was saying in a spiritual sense, you're be someone's the universe is kind of trying to show you a lesson of like, do you choose this? Do you choose to keep associating with someone that pushes your buttons and doesn't seem to respect your space or your request? Do you want to still subject yourself to that? Are you in a job where you do not feel heard? You do not feel acknowledged. You do not feel respected or appreciated. It is a human need to feel like when you are expelling energy when you're working for something, whether it's in a relationship or in a family or in a job, we need to receive as well, right? Energy is reciprocated. It needs to be, it's a symbiotic relationship. It cannot be one way. If it is just one way, we will get depleted. We will get burnt out. We will get frustrated. We'll have nothing to give. So anger can be an indication that, wait a minute, I'm in an, I am in an imbalanced situation with my partner with my job, in my family, or maybe it's with yourself. If you're, that's another thing we can get angry. If we're, if we constantly have this critical voice in our head, that one's more tricky, right? Because that voice can be very well ingrained, right? Those neuro pathways of that inner critic, those can run deep. 
yet you can make the choice to start shifting away from that and working to acknowledge when those negative thoughts come up, release them, replace them with a different talk track. They might come up from time to time, but reduction, right? Reduction is something to take, to acknowledge. It's still something, even if you can't totally extinguish something, reducing things is powerful. So reducing the negativity in our head can help us to alleviate anger that we might have towards ourselves, right? Then anger might also just come from something that happened. And you might feel, I've had this recently with family matters where, because your family is a very touchy thing and and also old friends, because you might have a whole history of like, you know, I know with one of my brothers, we have particularly strong, like we've always kind of butted heads. We love each other. We're, we're, we're close, but we also kind of push each other's buttons. And so when we kind of had a flare up, I was just like, had a lot of anger. And I, w- I was kind of berating myself. And I was like, why are you so angry? What's wrong with you? That's something I want to offer everybody listening. There's nothing wrong with you. Anger is a natural response to built up emotions and feelings, just like a kettle, right? Just like a smokestack that's and then it, you know, explodes just like a volcano, right? There's pressure, there's pressure, there's pressure, and then there's nowhere for it to go. So it comes out and it needs to come out, right? We need to release it. There's nothing wrong with you. It's a natural response to built up emotions. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, yes, if we're getting angry every single day, if we're having outbursts, we want to check in with it. And we need to, it's, it is our responsibility to start to tend to those things that make up the deeper iceberg. If we're not tending to our personal needs, sleep, food, water, you know, and moving our body, like things that we need to satiate and care for our bodies. If we're not engaging in connections that bring us joy and happiness, where we feel a sense of love, we're going to feel isolated and maybe a little bit bitter. So we want to tend to that iceberg. An exercise I'd like to offer anybody is if you feel like anger has been present in your life, maybe do a little diagram, have a little art project and draw that iceberg for yourself. I do that a lot with clients. I tell them, go home and put together your iceberg, go go through your week and notice like, wow, today I realized that I was really frustrated about the way that my friend communicates with me. I feel like it's all one-sided. So you can put that in your iceberg, like frustration with communication. That's another thing that can breed anger and resentment. If you feel like you're always the one trying to make plans, trying to connect with somebody and they're not getting anything that can happen in friendships, relationships, and so on. So work on your iceberg and see what's there. Everybody can do it because we all probably get angry at some point on most weeks about something or another. But again, it's a normal feeling. However, like I said, when it gets really powerful, it turns to rage. And that can be a little scary for us because that's when, again, we almost feel out of control and people around us will feel frightened because they'll be like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't know if you were going to get physical. I didn't know what was going on with you. And it doesn't feel good right? It's almost like there's like, like this hot, fiery anger, right? You can just feel it through your whole body and it never feels good to my system. It always feels like a bit of like, um, like there's an earthquake starting when I'm getting really angry and I, I feel clenched up. My chest feels tight and, um, I just don't like to be angry. I don't like to feel that way about people yet. Again, sometimes you just have to let it come through. Cause as I was speaking of before, I don't think I finished my thought. Let's say you have like you know, long-term frustrations with your family member. It's a normal, it's almost like, um, 
like something just needing to like burst through, right? It's like this thing needs to come out. It needs to be let loose. And then you can say, okay, I've just been frustrated with him. I I don't like that they never really give me credit or, or treat me this way or constantly say these kinds of disparaging remarks to me. And it really frustrates me. So we let it come through us, right? Like just let it come through like a storm, let it out. It is our responsibility to manage anger. If we're really feeling it and we know that we don't have the capacity in our wave of anger to be patient with others, maybe remove ourselves from a situation, right? Where you say, I'm sorry, but I just, I need to go for a walk, right? That's something people will do often. Okay, sorry. I just, I need to take a step back, go for a walk before I continue, continue this conversation, continue this meeting, whatever it might be. So know your needs, right? Don't, no need to fight your anger or get angry at your anger or question yourself like what's wrong with me take care of yourself. And sometimes all you can do is just sit with it, right? It's not that different from sadness. They're considered opposite emotions, but sadness is, it's a, we all know it's a different feeling, right? It's this sort of your, your stomach kind of drops and it's like your whole body kind of, you know, um, crouches, like you're just sort of, um, feeling down. But when you're angry, it's like, you're fired up. You're like, Oh gosh. Like, ah, so it's like the opposite. Like one makes you very like alert and on edge. And the other just makes you kind of like sink into a lower feeling. Both of them, you it's important to allow for. All emotions is important to allow for, right? So again, see the beauty in anger at times that it's just something that's ready, something rumbling within you that's ready to come out, right? So if you're, and, and also it helps you to acknowledge like, well, maybe there's a conversation that needs to be had. If I, every single day I'm going back over what this person said to me and I'm just angry and resentful, maybe I need to say something. And if I can't say something to them, then what can I do for myself to help resolve this so that I'm not constantly thinking about, you know, them in a negative way because we're still holding on to anger because that's the problem. Holding on to anger. You don't want to hold on to anger again. That can result in rage, but it also can just result in, you know, really heavy emotions, really, um, almost like rocks inside your body where you're just like, but like a lava rock, right. Cause anger again is fiery. So it's like, you just have all these things and it's uncomfortable. So when we like try to stifle our anger again, like try to fight it and not let it come through, that's not healthy. It's not good for our body or for our emotions. Right. So allowing for anger and acknowledging that there's nothing wrong with you, that there's always a reason. And in the moment, you might not be able to take the time to think like, okay, where is this coming from? What is this about? Like, you're not there till you're there, right? Until you're ready to debrief with yourself about this anger episode, you just got to ride through the episode and just say, okay, like, oh my gosh, I'm so angry. And I just want to like, maybe I need to pace back and forth. Maybe I need to punch some pillows. Punching pillows is a good way to get rage out. Or if you have a nice punching bag, that's even better. Um, sometimes screaming, right? A good way to, let's get into now, like how to work through anger. It's kind of awkward if you're in like a full house and you might alarm some people, but like, if you got a house to yourself, scream. If you have a car, get in your car. That's a great place to scream, scream into a pillow, right? That almost feels better. Cause like, it can feel weird to just kind of like scream bloody murder out loud. But if you scream into a pillow, it's all muffled, but you can get that release of like the throat shocker, just oh, letting it all out and just ripping, you know, just ripping through those emotions letting them come through. And sometimes you all, all we need is that release, right? Like, again, if we're having just like a really busy day and we feel like we've just been a taskmaster, just checking off one thing after another, and somebody asks us to do something else and we just lose it. 
We can be like, I'm sorry, I just need to go and shake it off and get it out of my system. So also exercise is fantastic for anger, right? Like, let's say like you're really pissed off at somebody, but you can't talk to them right now. There's nothing you can do a really good run or workout. You can dance. You can, again, kickboxing, like punching, like get that, you know, physical exertion out that can help because you, you feel, um, emotional or, and physical relief, right? You feel tired after, and when you're tired, it's harder to feel so angry. You're kind of, you're exhausted, um, your physical body, which can help to release some of that emotional buildup. So those are great ways. Another thing, sometimes I need to sit down and just like, you know, do some hardcore journaling. I don't know if you can hardcore, hardcore journal, but i we call it that when you're just like pounding away your keyboard because you're processing, you can get it out. And it's really powerful to verbalize what you're feeling when you're angry. If you're like, I can't believe they said this to me, or they said they were going to call. And I, da, 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 da. I always feel a relief when I get it out right on word. And some people like to do the written word, like with a pen or pencil, because that's even more, you know, pen to paper. You're just oh, scribbling, scratching, maybe even just draw like an angry picture, whatever you need to do. Also talking to somebody. We want to be mindful of who we pick to call when we're angry because some people aren't going to want to hear us go on a rant, but hopefully most of us have that close friend or people who we know will hear us out with certain situations, right? And to check in and be like, hey, I am like just fuming. I'm fuming right now with some anger. Can I call you and vent a little? And they might say yes, or they might say no. We have to respect that. But talking to someone can be really helpful. You can call a therapist, talk to me, talk to a professional about it. You know, I, I've had times in my life where I was overall just pretty overwhelmed and angry. And I got back into therapy and found someone where I just said, I need to just vent and talk. And it's powerful. Ex see how all these are expressive, right? Through exercise, you're expressing, you're expelling energy. Through talking or writing, you're expressing, you're expelling energy, right? All of these things through screaming in a pillow, you need to exert something. Anger is built up inside of you. We need to let it out. So naturally, again, it will just by energy, but you can use these tools, writing, talking to someone, exercise, screaming into a pillow, punching a pillow, running, going for a walk. All of these are ways. Sometimes I like to listen to really loud music, really pissed off rock, metal type of music and just be pissed. Because again, sometimes you just need to be pissed and angry for a little while. Nothing wrong with it. It'll usually pass. As I said before, if it becomes chronic, if, you, if it becomes a regular thing, then you want to kind of check it. All right. So those are my thoughts on anger. It's been something that's kind of come up for me in the last few months. Again, I will say that I believe it often is a part of the spiritual path when we're releasing stuff or when we're going through a period where we're ready to level up or getting ready for maybe a new beginning, a new start. Our body is almost kind of telling us like, hey, you might not realize it, but you have some like anger gunk stuck in there. So we're going to give you some catalysts, you know, this obnoxious experience, this frustrating thing so that you can get some of that anger out. Because here's the other thing that I will say before we close. Let's say a conversation with your friend makes you mad. There's always a root factor to any anger, which is feeling maybe unseen, unheard, disrespected, not loved, not considered. There's it always, it might feel like, well, it's because they didn't call me and then they didn't invite me to this thing. And you can tell the whole story, but it comes down to one thing that's really making you angry. And usually it comes down to feeling something like disregarded, not considered, disrespected, 
that kind of thing. So that's also helpful. If you're feeling angry, be like, what is that core point? If I had to define it, my frustration, my anger in one word, what would it be? Because that can kind of be the key, which again, back to a spiritual sense can say, okay, I have a belief that I am, people don't respect me, that I am not considered, that I am not loved, that I do not get recognition. Once we solve that, we can say, okay, so maybe the situations I'm in right now, (laughs) the situations I'm in right now might not be providing that for me. So maybe I need to move to a different relationship, a different job, confront my family or talk to them about how I'm feeling so that this anger can pass and I can solve the root cause that's in that iceberg and sail on. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions or thoughts, I would love for you to contact me. Or if you're watching this, put a note in the comment section. And I appreciate you all. And I hope you have a wonderful day. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.